Good evening, obsessors, oppressors, and possessors. How are you this evening? We have talked so far. Oh, wait. My name is Alec McCann. There we are. That was my lovely wife. We are pregnant people. 13 weeks and counting. Boom, 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 boom. With our fourth boy. Yay. No, it is exciting, isn't it? So we have talked, uh, we talked to a woman that believed that she had been possessed by demons. We talked about the Matthias Ham house and the awesome off-the-wall pirates uh, on the... <laughs> where Where is that house? It's it's somewhere where you wouldn't expect to see pirates. Iowa, yeah, or Idaho, one of the two. Just, you know, not where you're, like, thinking Blackbeard's gonna get you. Um, and then we talked about black-eyed kids. Tonight, tonight we're getting real spooky with it. Get out your Ouija boards and black candles, or don't. And let's delve into Pazuzu. Now, you didn't know much about Pazuzu. Neither did I. What I had known was from the Exorcist movies, because he was the demon in the first two that was a part of that. But, um,. Uh, the description of Pazuzu is found in the um, Exorcist book, which I didn't even know there was a book until. But the yeah, it's a book. Um, and William Peter Blatley describes Pazuzu, uh, a Pazuzu statue or epitaph. I'm, I'm not sure what epitaph means, but I feel like it means mini statue. Um, but it said, uh, he said it was a greenstone head of the demon Pazuzu, personification of the southwest wind. Now, when I heard that he was the demon of wind, I was like, that's awful. Like, if I was going to be known as the demon of anything, I would not want to be known as the demon of wind. Well, yeah, you can go that route, but, like, when I think of like disaster befalling a person wind is not my first thought um but Pazuzu he's uh an Assyrian Babylonian wind demon uh spirit deity whatever um he was the son of Hanbi or Hamba uh which again these are all Babylonian names so I'm not like 100% on how to say all of them um but this Hanbi was king of the demons of the underworld, uh, brother to Humbaba, Humbaba, uh, the demon god protector of the cedar forest, uh, which is he's found in the Epic of Gilgamesh, um, and he's killed by the heroes of the story. Uh, and when I say he, I use heroes loosely because Gilgamesh and his friend Enu or Indu or something like the Inkadu or something. It, basically, he was half man, half bull or something. Uh, or no, he was just a wild man. So, like, he was insane. 
and like eat things like you know like Tarzan type stuff I don't mean I didn't mean the Minotaur I meant like Tarzan type thing so he'd be just lived out in the wild or not like a crazy person um but they were not great people uh these heroes they were they were kind of crappy yeah um but you know uh he uh Pazuzu was most popular uh, in the first century BCE, so this is before, like, even the Romans and all that. Um, he was, he's in control of the west and southwest um, winds, which brought famine uh, when it was a dry season, but during the wet season, uh, he sent destructive winds and locusts, so, like, tornadoes and um, some, some scholars, or, yeah, scholars, some scholars have read his stories, uh, to mean that he can breathe out the locusts, so, like, he's just like, and all of a sudden, some locusts flow out, and, you know, like, we're talking Middle Eastern locusts, too, not like the, uh, ones we get here, so, yeah, like, so they look like legit large grasshoppers. But they will screw your farms up. Um, when people prayed to Pazuzu, it was them trying to stop his desire for destruction. Um, so that, like, they were just like, please don't. Don't fulfill your nature. Um, and most, I mean, and that's most of the time. Now, sometimes they'd ask him to fulfill his nature, but on a, on a separate place like my crops are pretty good but I've been having some problems with my neighbor Jorge over here who's been you know sending his goats in to eat my food can you maybe send some locusts uh, and eat his crops so that you know he was prayed to and we'll talk a little bit more once we get a little bit further established with Pazuzu or about as a whole. Uh, uh, so he, you know, he has the control of tornadoes, locusts, and he can mess up your whole day. Um, so let's let's skip over. Let's jump over to how we use the word demon. You and I would understand demon to be evil um but did you know uh demons are not a christian or jewish thing um they're because we're recording stuff Um, they're actually from ancient pagan religions, but the word itself, uh, is Greek.
So many of the children are hard to do things with, or even around, ain't nobody surprised that the parent is frustrated. Alright, so, uh, many of the known demons that we have now, uh, are actually mentioned in the Old Testament, it doesn't mention, uh, you know, in fact, it only mentions really one name in connection to an evil spirit, and that's Legion. And that's not even a name, that's just what, how he described himself. Um, the word demon derives from daemon, um, but until the Greeks arrived, evil spirits were just spirits. During their years in Babylonian captivity, the Jews took mythologies and mingled them with their own uh, stories. One of the most famous uh, that they did that with would be Lilith. Um, supposedly, uh, she, according to Jewish mythologies that are not connected to the Torah, um, Oh, they're mainly oral traditions, like stuff that the, when they were in Babylon, they told and eventually got them down. Um, but she was traditionally Adam's first wife. She rejected... His... Like, in the story, she rejected... And the reason they and, and the reason they did this, why they mangled the stories, is because chapter chapter one the, uh, of Genesis gets then God makes man on day six. But all we're told about day six is that he made them man and woman in the first chapter. That's it. But then chapter 2 goes more into detail of what happened. And then in the course of a day, God 
and adding name the animals. And considering the world was new, just to make things kind of gel a little bit more, the world was new, probably less than I mean, they're all contained in a garden. And yes, that garden is probably huge, but, you know, things develop differently and things, you know, change. Um, so what they did was they said, oh, well, this must be a contradiction because he has a wife here and then he has a wife here. But how does that work? They weren't seeing Um, so this seeming contradicted contradiction had them weirded out. They're like, well, what? What do we do here? How does this work? Well, Lilith was said to be the wife of Adam from the first chapter of Genesis. But she rebelled against him, ran away, died, sent three angels after her, and I believe one of them. But he sent three angels after her to bring her back, and she wouldn't go back. Um, and all of this may, the whole mixing of mythologies and stuff, it may have been an attempt to convert people to Judaism. Um, but either way, sort of goes, uh, before he got made out, Lilith, for his wife, however, Lilith refused to be subject to Adam. She wanted to be equals. Uh, when she saw that that wouldn't happen, she ran away from Adam. When God saw this, he sent angels to bring her back. She still refused to go, so she was cursed. Uh, and her curse was to roam the earth and kill newborn babies. Um, and some variations of the story also have her where we get uh, most of the succubus type stuff that we have. Um, but she can be by the names of the three angels that came to take her back to Adam. Uh, so, you know, you can wear like a uh, and uh, so after she became an established figure in Jewish mythologies, um, people started putting that amulet on or on their babies. Um, some versions of the story, you know, she uh, gives birth to a hundred babies at a time. Uh, she even had a bunch of children with Adam at one point to get back. Yada, yada, yada. It, it gets Um, but all versions agree that she kills unborn, you know, she causes stillbirth, uh, she kills newborns if she needs things like that, uh, and she also causes Um, but Lilith herself was a purely Jewish construction. Uh, she actually came from a it's called That's what it's called, isn't it? They're called Lilith's 
Uh, and Babylon, the most famous of these spirits, was the most. about all of this. We're here to talk about Pazuzu. Why do we care about this other thing? We care because how we think of things as demon-like features. Pazuzu uh, was no different. He had, he, had, he had the face of a dog, but not like a cute dog, but be like a chihuahua type of a dog. Yeah. Um, the body shape of a human. Uh, he is featured with four wings that make an X on his back. Uh, and as a snake is a penis <laughs> and um, big old ferocious claws uh, in fact um, his image was a huge setup for the showdown between Father Marin and Pazuzu uh, during the Exorcist movie because the opening scene is him um, he was oftentimes associated with locusts, and it's funny, uh, The Exorcist 2, which no one should ever watch that movie. The Exorcist 2 drove home the entire abysmal, abysmal movie that Pazuzu could control locusts, because every time you're getting a glimpse of Pazuzu, he was going into Africa for some reason, on a locust, but you had to travel through Reagan's eye. It was a stupid movie. It was, a, it was a dumb movie. And it was so disappointing because the first Exorcist, when I was young, I'm not about to try and watch a woman, a little girl, crab walk down the steps with her head normal going, ah, 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 ah. No! Please don't that malignant nothing. It was stupid, but it was creepy to me that she had a human growing out the back of her head. Don't watch me look at and you I didn't ruin anything. Um however nowhere in his mythos did he ever possess it. He never went into a person. Demons 
of souls and demons. Well, I mean, not now, but you know, I mean, like more people are more worried about their souls today than they would be back then. Um, and so, with shifting gears, demons shifting gears to Babylon. What? I'm being sketched, man. I told you, let me get a shower in here and get your hair done. I couldn't get in the shower. I told you. That's what happens. Deep stitch. And sometimes it gets scratches. Um, so, you know, at the time of the Babylonians, crops were what made life run. That's how you got your money. That's how you fed your family. Some sorts of crops are or whatever, you know, whatever the time season is, harvest, your whole harvest and stuff. Um, now, we're not really too concerned about that. Farmers are probably concerned about that, but city folk, you know, normal people that don't farm aren't worried that the crops are coming. So what do we care about? Well, we have more time to care about things that really are silly, but, you know, Part of that is caring about your spiritual well-being, or understanding things, or discovering the mysteries of things you're into. Demons shift from crop taking to soul taking. At some point, mid- medieval times, because they were real worried about witches back then, and I mean they were real worried about that science game. Don't you, don't you, you, if you had had a beaker, well, I wouldn't have been able to stop them. But, well, first of all, pitchforks hurt when they go through you, and fire, and fire. You know, I'm not trying to get burned as a witch, too. Uh, I'm sorry for my voice. not have a beaker in my house, young lady. Alright? Before people come over here and burn us. Um, we've talked about Jesus' power. We've talked about um, his unique um, skills with <laughs> locusts. We've talked about uh, snake penis, which uh, I bet no one ever thought that they'd have to, in their head, picture a demon with a snake penis. But there it is, and I'll keep saying it too, snake penis. And it wasn't like a little fancy, itty bitty, you know, like copperhead or anything. He had full-blown cobra coming out of his crotch. It is quite a sight. In fact, you can... Well, you can't see it there. Hold on. Can't really see it there either. Let me see. I've got a book here with a whole bunch of demons in it. Uh, and I'm going to show you if they have a good picture of it somewhere. Now, maybe they don't. I was hoping they did so I could show you. But that's... That's... He looks like a happy dog there. That is his butt. Um, 
so this is we're going to talk a little bit about his relationship with his wife Lamashtu by all accounts they were not a happy couple Lamashtu was out there trying to steal babies and uh, well let me just let me just this description there's something called a helpful that they found in Babylon um it's a, an amulet that's held by the demon possessor, uh, which would be placed at the bedside of the person that is coming down with some sort of illness uh, that they believe is connected to his wife. So what they would do was uh, it, depicts, it depicts the demon Lamash to Pazuzu's wife on the front of the plate and she's on the third level so how it goes is um the third row of the exorcism tablet shows that actual exorcism right so what it is is they believe that uh certain evil demons could infest your house or infest your home setting up things that are terrible and eventually driving you insane so they had certain exorcists and things that they would do to cleanse the house and cleanse the family. Uh, they said, why uh, on the dead, the person that believes they were most afflicted by the action. Uh, at the head and foot of the bed are priests, identified by their, this, ready? Identified by their fish-like robes. I want to know. Oh, there's a depiction of it right there. They legit have fish heads on their heads. Interesting. Um, which indicate that they are priests of the water god Ea. A demon right, a demon behind the right priest folds two other demons. Or I'm sorry, folds. Folds. <laughs> like their laundry holds two other demons at bay the other priest holds a lamp which symbolizes the god of fire Nusku the last row, this is the one that's important here the last row of, uh, shows objects such as a bowl of water or a bowl, a water butter two jars and various foods these are offerings for the demons in the very center of the last row a large depiction of the demon Lamashtu holds a snake in each hand, none of them being her husband's. Oh. She's just enjoying snakes all willy-nilly. Um, uh, she breastfeeds two pigs Ew. and kneels on a donkey, which is her symbol. You hear that, Democrats? You're in league with Lamashtu. Uh-huh. Um, the donkey is resting on a ship, sailing on water where there are fish swimming from right to left. To Lamashtu's left is her threatening husband, Pazuzu, who is trying to attack her with a whip. <laughs> Pazuzu was summoned by priest to defend the patient from her. This is a common theme in the Pazuzu Lamashtu story. Pazuzu was often invoked to 
protect pregnant women and mothers against Lamash too because she would steal their babies out of jealousy. This was the explanation for miscarriages, stillborns, and sudden infant death, making tablets and amulets of Pazuzu some of the most popular in the first millennium of Mesopotamia. And that's the story of Lamashtu and Pazuzu. That's literally everything. Mm. He attacks her with a whip because she tries to steal them babies. Why? Because she can't have babies of her own. Well, that's sad. It is sad, but how much more is it made... Uh, what? English language did was not... Did you have a stroke? I did. Um, how much more sad is it that he's attacking his wife with a whip because she just wants a baby. Yeah. Like, <laughs> first of all, you don't know what you're doing because half the time you're either destroying crops and letting locusts fly out your mouth, and then the <laughs> other half you're like, get away from that baby! <laughs> oh, but that is Pazuzu in a, in a nutshell. I did a lot of research on this and still feel like there should have been more information, but there's literally, there's not a lot because of how old he is. Hmm. Uh, and all of our information basically comes from things like the Epic of Gilgamesh, where they've written down some of their stories. Um, so it's hard to, it's hard to get a lot of information on it, but I, I would like, um, to get some more information on certain things that we have uh, for demons today like um, I've always thought it was weird that we have so many names of angels and so many names of demons but I never know where they come from like, you have the obvious ones, Baal, which came from, uh, you know, the Canaanite religions and stuff like that. I have no idea where other ones came from. Like, where do you get the angel named Remiel? Oh, no. There's only two angels that are named in the Bible, and that's Michael and Gabriel. Everybody else is just like, whatever. <laughs> Okay. Made up names. Made up names. Well, Jules, do you have anything you want to ask or anything? No. No? You've been super quiet today. Where is the finger gonna go? <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Next time we do this, I'm sure Julia will talk more. As long as it's not bedtime. It'll be bedtime, but yeah. she'll talk more anyway. We'll just send the children early to bed. Early to bed and early to rise makes a woman... Dig out her eyes. Yay! <laughs> From all of us here at Ghosted in West Virginia, which is just me and Julia, we would like to thank our <laughs> listeners. Please check out our Patreon. If you check it out and we get one Patreon, guess what? We'll have a celebration. Pizza party. Whoop whoop. We may not invite you depending on where you live. But if you live in the area, pizza party! Alright guys. Bye bye.
How do I do? How do I? I don't know. Oh no.